3: helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beast.
4: I realized that my most important gifts and the ones that I think need to be leveraged in ways that no one else can leverage them are my ability to connect with people, my ability to speak, my ability to drive and build community, my ability to hear and see people in a way that they don't see themselves so that way then they want to act. That doesn't mean that I need to be developing strategies.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and welcome to the 150th episode of Business of the Beat. Today is special and marks a significant milestone in celebration of this 150th episode and the launch of my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow, and Accelerate Your Brand, that features 17 incredible stories from past podcast guests. Join us as we catch up on where their businesses are today and how they are thriving. Also, be on the lookout for the 2024 Beauty of Success Book Tour coming to New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, Texas, Tulsa, and more. Join me as I'll be in conversation with different guests from the podcast talking about their journeys. And as always, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Mikhail, this is... First of all, I don't want to start crying before we even do the intro, but (laughs) I I am so thankful. This is so special. You were the first guest on my podcast when we launched, and that was in December of 2020. We are wow. now. Can you believe it? I know it's crazy. Three years. It's our three-year podcast anniversary. Yes, it is. And I'm just I'm thankful as we go into this 150th podcast. I was saying to Kin, our executive producer and the owner of our network, I signed a contract for one. I was like, I can only sign a contract for one year. I'm only doing this one year. And here we are. And to be celebrating this with you, I called, you said yes. Like, it's just an incredible honor to have you back and to be part of what you're building. So I will stop gushing and we can get into it. But this is about what has happened in three years, my friend. It's so much. Tell us everything.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, first and foremost, I'm just, I'm so thrilled for you. It has been so much fun and such an honor not only to be on this journey with you but to witness this journey um everything from the podcast to brain trust to your book i mean it's just been so exciting to watch and and to be a part of and and i'm like just thrilled and yay us and what an incredible 3 years you know when i think back to 2020 and all of the heartbreak that we were all experiencing not even just as a country as a globe not just because of a global pandemic but really you know obviously at the core of it for us was the racial reckoning but now to reflect 3 years later and see these amazing phoenixes that have risen from the ashes of such a painful time to go on and do such incredibly dynamic authentic integrus beautiful things um is just a testament to our strength, to our ability to really lean in at times when it doesn't feel good to even get out of bed. Um, that's when we shine, And so, yeah, I think three years later, I'm just sitting in such a place of gratitude for the do-overs and for being called to align our passion and our purpose.
3: Oh my gosh, Nicole there's so much gratitude and we think about what's happened and You know, it's funny because I was talking to someone and it's like, as an entrepreneur, we just have to keep persevering. We have to have so much faith and trust that it's going to align in our favor. And it's not going to happen overnight. Um, And we don't know when we know it's going to happen. And for you, because we have a real relationship and we go back, I've experienced so much with you and your brand and your talent and your skill. And when you talk about being able to innovate through passion... I remember doing the podcast and we couldn't even mention 13 loon yet because it was just getting ready to be announced. Yes, it was, yes cool. I was, it was yeah. just And I had a no. out- full-time job. You had a full-time job. <laughs> you my friend have done incredible, amazing, impactful work and you have stayed true to who you are and what you believe. And you carried that into 13 Loon. So please, oh. Nikko, tell us about this beautiful space that you've created for so many people. Mm. Nikko, you changed lives. Like being in 13 Loon and seeing the brands who have the opportunity to expand and increase and have their first, and many of them multiple experiences now in retail. So anyways, you go. I just love it. I love it. Oh, thank
0: you so much. I mean, yeah, 13 Loon, it's beyond a passion project. You know, it was really built out of feeling called to create the beauty retailer that I wished I'd always had as a beauty founder of of 18 years before 13 Loon. And, you know, what I think has evolved over the last three years, you know, when we first started, we were a platform where we were dedicated to our own 90-10 rule where 90% of all the brands that we carry are created by black and brown people from around the globe who make products for everyone because we were really driven to debunk the myth that only black and brown people only make products for ourselves because that's insane that people still believe that. And that 10% are dedicated to fostering allyship because beauty is community and it's important that We're not fighting our fight alone, and that we invite our allies to be a part of our mission. And so we started with 13 brands in 2020. In December, we did a very small friends and family raise just to get the platform up and running. And honestly, what happened after that was just magic. You know, within 60 days, we received a call from JCPenney asking us to become their partner in their beauty retail space. So we opened, you know, we just rolled out um, in May of 2023, completed the opening of 607 13 Loon stores within JCPenney. We opened a flagship store on, you know, LA's historic Larchmont Boulevard in May of 2023. We have now onboarded 170 brands. So we've gone from 13 to 170 I launched my second beauty brand, Relevant, which sells nationwide within our 13 loon stores. But I also just 20 year dream realized launched into Sephora in the UK, which has been a long time dream of mine as a beauty founder, like day one goal was to be a brand at Sephora. And so that's been realized and, and hopefully many more Sephora's to come. And, and I just think that it's. As I said earlier, it's a testament to resilience, it's a testament to perseverance, and also to just helping not only to live our own dreams and and live out our manifestations, but to bring others along on the ride. That is the secret sauce. And what I think has ultimately happened with 13 Loon is I've had the enormous gift and opportunity to bring so many of my brothers and sisters in beauty along on this ride to hopefully get to success much quicker than I ever did.
3: Nakeo, I'm just, I'm truly speechless because I've seen it unfold and I see Mm -hmm. how hard you work and I, and I understand it. And we've always been so aligned on the notion of being called, right? It can't just be about like we are here to create the platforms, Mm -hmm. to create the opportunities. And that's where it is so special, like the intentionality. And then even say like, to realize this dream, because you are, your dreams are for so many people, and it's like making sure that as much as we give, we can pour into ourselves and we can realize our own dreams. And the ability to yeah. do this, that is—it's the magic. Like because,
0: it is. and it's so interesting because when we really think back to three years ago, it's like I think a part of my story that if you don't know me, a lot of people don't know that it was actually also a moment where I was forty-seven years old and starting over for the first time in a long time, and and even in that you know the the amount of fear of of starting over creating you know two new businesses during 2020 leaving my first brand behind in order to pursue this doing things on my terms honestly for the first time ever in my entrepreneurial journey like imposter syndrome gone people pleasing recovering like no 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 more bad deals no, 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 I'm going to know my worth and I'm going to make sure that you know the worth of those that I'm bringing along on the ride. Like it was steeped in so much faith, yeah. blind faith. And I think that's important for people to know too. It's not like, oh, I snapped my fingers and decided to create, you know, disrupt the beauty aisle and create this. It was all, it was all part of it. And even the heartbreaks of the past and, and the not valuing my worth of my past almost had to happen in order for me to not only value my own worth, but value the worth of these founders in the way that I do so passionately.
3: Wow. It it really is. It's It's the necessary endings and healing from those necessary endings so that we can move into the future of our destiny. And It's so interesting with faith. I was just talking to someone and I was like, it's the, I, the, the foundation is the faith. It's the faith that I will be able to do this, that I will have abundance for myself and for others, that I will have the faith to be able to move forward from a health perspective. And it is that blind faith that keeps us going. And it's the work on the other side that we do, right? Because there is so much like, People just don't understand. To your point, it's like, I woke up and I have this flagship and now I'm in the UK and I'm traveling all over the world. And it's these moments of the work that we're doing that nobody can see that we love, but that gives us the outcomes that we want, right? Because without Mm -hmm. that, we don't get to the other side. And so when you think about the work, the passion, the impact, and 2024, really like the world is your oyster, like you can really do so much, like what are you? What are you excited about? What's the
0: expansion mm, yeah, you know i'm I'm excited about so much and anticipating you know it's it's for me, I think you know this first three years it's you're in that startup phase and you're you're really trying to figure out you know your how to grow domestically. And and we're still very hyper-focused on that um, for both 13 as well as Relevant to really keep expanding domestically. But, you know, it's sort of this moment that I'm having, especially as we have all of these, you know, BIPOC and and Ally brands that it's become abundantly clear to me that 13 Loon is a global business, uh, Relevant is a global business. We are telling global beauty stories. We are telling beauty stories that have been passed down through generations through our beautiful founders um, and most beauty secrets and beauty rituals that we use across the entire industry are steeped in history from marginalized parts of the world where these ingredients are cultivated from, where these recipes were developed. And so I think it's only fair that we take this show on the road. And so my hope and you know our strategy is to really figure out a way that 13 Loon and Relevant, my baby can continue to expand globally so that we can reach even more people with our mission and help to build generational wealth everywhere.
3: Oh my gosh. And, and you will, and I'm excited for it. And I get to brag and say that I'm on the journey as well, because in these, yes, three years, you are we launched our brain trust funds and I'm so honored to be part of 13 Loon and Relevant um, as not just a friend and shopper and consumer and advocate, but also as an investor. And so we, we stand by you. We see the vision. We're excited for the future. And I just, I can't wait. You know, it's my favorite. 13 Loon is my favorite place to be. I ran in and I'm like this and this and this and this. So I'm excited. I I love
0: it. It's such not your typical beauty store, right? It's just, it's this place of community and It's always, you know, we do a lot of eventing, a lot of panels, sound baths, parties, we know how to throw a good party. But it really is this place where it was constructed, literally, and metaphorically, to be a place where everyone feels seen when they come in. And so you sort of come into this experiential space, you know, our our flagship on Larchmont. um, And it does, you you feel like, oh, I I don't know why I feel so good. It's because (laughs) you feel seen, right? You feel considered. You feel welcomed. You feel like you don't want to leave. It's not the kind of place that you sort of run in and grab one product and run out. It's the place that you come in and we're sitting on the sofa. We're having wine. We're dancing. We're doing getting your eyebrows done with Damone Roberts. It's it's really the space I always dreamed of. And I'm just so grateful to call it our own.
3: Well, and I am excited to share too that as part of my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow, and Accelerate Your Brand. Nakea is clearly a star in the book, part of the book, and we are having a book signing at 13 Moon in February. So yes. hopefully everyone will get to come and experience the amazing feeling and magic of 13 Moon um, and support our book and our stories and our journeys. And so I cannot wait for that. I can't wait to just dive into 2024 and everything that we have um, in store for us. So thank you. Thank you.
0: And I'm so, so, so deeply proud to be on this journey with you. Proud of you. Proud of everything you're building. So grateful for your support, for your investment, for your friendship. And I love that we get to do this together. So thanks for having me. Thank
3: you, Nikkeo. I can't wait um, for all this to come. Appreciate you, my friend. Me too. Hi, everyone. This is the 150th episode of Business of the Beat. Thank you for listening and make sure to order my upcoming book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow and Accelerate Your Brand, available now that highlights past guests from the podcast. And don't forget, in case you missed it, you can always follow, rate and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts for the next conversation. Oh, my goodness, Ty. We are here. I am honored and grateful to have you on. And it's so crazy, Ty, because you were part of season one of the show back in 2021. We are moments away from 2024. And I have so much to just thank you for in terms of my growth as a leader, as a friend, understanding how to forgive how to move on, how to have grace and how to accept people and meet people where they are. And you have been a consistent and a constant. And so I am eternally grateful for the support that you give and for being part of something
4: that is just so special to me. So welcome back, Ty. Uh, Girl, I can't believe like the older you get, the faster time flies. So to think that we're three years later, I celebrate you. I honor you. You know, you have me as a sister friend for the rest of our lives. And, you know, to your point, you know, you don't know you have a sister friend really until you're able to meet people in the Valley, in the Valley of experiences. I mean, it's not enough to talk about like, you know, all of the incredible things we've done over the course of our 23 plus year career. You know, I'm grateful for you and I celebrate you. And it's just a blessing and a gift It really is. And I don't want to cry right now because when I think about the journey, it's so easy to think about the wins. It's so easy to recount those moments of impact that perhaps didn't feel impactful to other people, but felt impactful for you. And it's even more incredible to think about the spaces and the times when you were like, will I, can I, should I? Mm-hmm. And to think about the people that were there, you know, yeah. so you looked across the stage or across the room or you text or you called, and, um, you're that well, for me.
3: And you as well. And I, I just think back like Ty truly, like our friendship, our business relationship, like you created and gave me a new sense of understanding, like, how to care about something so much that you continue to fight for it outside of business, right? And the importance of our relationships, of our sister friends. And it's interesting because we get so caught up in all of the other pieces and we can sometimes lose sight of what's truly important and it's the relationships. It's the people that we care deeply about and knowing that those relationships will continue to evolve and grow because nothing can stay the way that it is, but it gives us a true meaning to say like, we really want to be committed to something and we want to make sure that we work to protect it. And and I just thank you for that. That's, that is truly when I think of you, I think about the learning, the understanding of how to recover a friendship, how to understand your role in something, and then make it be okay and move past it and be like, girl, we're good. Like, let's move on. And so it's been such an interesting like, time for us. But even in these last three years for you, you know, I, I am a champion for you as an influencer, a celebrity, a talent, a host of media, and even... Now, as an executive, and you continue to wear these different hats. And so when you think about like what's changed, what's growth been like for you? Like,
4: what has happened in these last few years? Oh my gosh. I think, well, first of all, let me just say this. You know what's crazy, Kendra? Like, and I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but I'm in a very interesting season in my life. I will be 46 years old. I've been in the beauty and fashion space, you know, from a a corporate standpoint, 25 years. But even because I I started working in magazines while I was still in college. And I also modeled before that. So, you know, me modeling, you know, I was in the space um, as a teenager, but you saw me and you saw me beyond where I saw myself. And so here I sit at an interesting intersection as you know, now a founder, a former editor, a producer, a host, uh, all the things in the titles don't matter shit. I mean, I, I, I have to say that titles don't matter shit. It really is about how you show up in that. And because I've always shown up in that as myself, perhaps not always fully as myself, because it's still expanding. But I think about, you know, our, our relationship that goes back to 2000, 2001. And
2: you're like, You
4: know, you 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 need to be doing this. You need to be on TV. You need to. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Ah, I don't. You know. And so you always saw me. And I think it's one thing to see a person where they are at any given moment, but to see a person on their trajectory, and then to meet them as you said where they are. And I mean, honestly, if that's not a a, a critical business lesson, because that is a business mindset of how you look at the ebbs and flows of growth of of perhaps, you know, um, setbacks, how you look at the ebbs and flows around like how you focus your attention or not and where you then reshift priorities or where you redesign like what the mission statement looks at. It's seeing a person and seeing circumstances where they are and, and knowing how to be willing to shift with that. And that also is quite frankly, what you're doing now as an investor you know, what you're doing right now and seeing the opportunity that is long-term. And that means sometimes it's a shit show in real time and, you know, and still saying I'm going to stick with it.
2: Well,
3: I appreciate you saying that because even thinking about how you've evolved the business, I mean, you are a founder, you're executive, like, and you've always charted your own course, right? You've had your businesses, you continue to have your businesses, but even when we think about these transitions and tough decisions, business is it's gonna change. Nothing is constant, things will change. And as business leaders and people, we have to make tough decisions. And when I think about even the growth of Thai Life Media, of Morning Mindset, of Brown Girl Jane, you have been able to pivot up into a place that fits how you see yourself authentically but then how you know the trajectory of growth and abundance actually has to come into
4: play. And that's hard to do. I mean, real talk. Thai Life Media originally started as the Blueprint Group. I incorporated the business um, March 26, 2006. So come this March, it will be 18 years. And when I incorporated the business, you will know and appreciate I had left magazine publishing. My last role at that time had been as the beauty and fitness director at Seventeen Magazine, well before social media, thus some of the erasure, (laughs) because no one was talking (laughs) about it to that degree, as the first African-American and youngest beauty director in history when I was 25. And at 26, I burnt out. And I started consulting in a very different space because I leaned into what my heart said. I loved the idea of beauty because beauty was an industry that spoke to the elevation of who we could be perceived as in the world. Beauty spoke to a legacy that I knew very well because of my grandmother, who was like just freaking stunning, but also like this, this heart source for so many people in her community and in the world. And, you know, when I left beauty to go, develop an education program in my hometown of Newark, New Jersey, you talk about erasure. People are like, what are you doing? You did what? And you're doing what? And I did it because it spoke to my heart. Now, lo and behold, who would think that now almost you know, all these years later, we're talking about Passion and purpose in a way that we're talking about passion and purpose, where I had all the access in the fashion and beauty world in the media space and decided to lead into what my heart space was then. You know, it's, it's been an incredible journey. And yet when I started the blueprint group, I didn't think that I would become a TV host or a personality that wasn't a part of the plan. It was answering the calls and being nimble enough to recognize that when you are called to do something, if in fact it is aligned with your orientation and your constitution. And I think this is the same thing that you do with, you know, the brain trust and what you're Mm -hmm. doing with, you know, the BTS founder studio and what you're doing with the podcast and all the work you're doing. You have been a person from the outset when you co founded DBA, AKA Digital Brand Architect.
3: <laughs> yes. You're like, let me give you your flowers, sis. Yes. Thank you. And
4: say what the fuck it is. Excuse me. Yes. Say what it is. <laughs> you know, you did that. Yeah. You were always creating space for other people. Yeah. We were not talking about Black and Brown founders at that time in the way. And, but that was a part of your constitution and your orientation around how do you create space for this? And you did it then. And now iterations later, you're doing it now on your own terms, in your own way, and in a new and unique way. But, um, you know, and I don't feel humbled about it. I feel grateful that I have been able to navigate and learn how to show up connected to that constitution, connected to that orientation with full authority around who I am. I mean,
3: Ty, so many people listen to you every morning and how you just bring in so many different voices and how you ground so many conversations in something that is inspiring, it's empowering and even thinking about the constitution that we have and the intentionality. And so when I think about you and what I know of Thai, but also the future forward looking of Thai, how does your intentionality change? How does it evolve? Like, does your constitution stay where it is? Like, what is, how are you managing the growth of who you are and who you're becoming?
4: Yeah, I think, um, and that, that just comes and thank you for that question. I think that that just comes with wisdom that comes with experience of knowing what works and what doesn't work. And then having the ability and the willingness to lay your ego down and say that I don't want to do that anymore, or I shouldn't do that anymore, or I'm not Mm -hmm. equipped to do that anymore. And here's where I want to go. For me, it is all spiritual led. And one of the things that in, in, can I be real with you? Oh please this is probably something unconventional that a person of the visibility I have and I don't say anything else but visibility and who knows what that means or doesn't I've been playing small I've played small even at this space in my life I I've had incredible impact but it's been not to the degree that I could and part of the reason why I realized I've been playing small is because I have been trying to tap into leverage every ounce of my capacity in every way. And yet, as a more seasoned businesswoman, I realize that that is not the most thoughtful strategy. It is also not the most impactful strategy. We are not meant to leverage every single ounce that we have capacity to. What we are meant to do is to employ our fullest and our most pronounced gift ability, and then allow other people to do all the other things. And so I realized that I've been playing small because I've been trying to do too much. I have spread myself super thin in many ways. I realized that my most important gifts and the ones that I think need to be leveraged in ways that no one else can leverage them are my ability to connect with people, my ability to speak. My ability to drive and build community, my ability to hear and see people in a way that they don't see themselves so that way then they want to act that doesn't mean that I need to be developing strategies i don 't need to do it, but i 've done that in the past that doesn't mean I need to leverage every and and manage every single relationship, even though I know everyone and so I think you know where I am if i 'm honest is um, recognizing and I thank you for the celebration of what I have done, but it finally took a little bit of um, burnout, exhaustion, as well as like real deep dive kind of like assessment of who I am, who I really am and what are my superpowers. You don't have to be great at everything. And that's the, that is the faulty you know, mindset of an entrepreneur who is forced to do everything or a lot of things most of the time. And so then we put ourselves on this hamster wheel of doing everything all of the time, but to the detriment of actually being able to expand. And so yes, here's yes. a place of recognizing that I've done everything and I've done everything, but not well. I've done a lot of things. Okay. My superpower of what I do incredibly well is me being the, the, the force, the talent, the thought leader, the visionary, the person that can do certain things that other people can't do. And now I want to employ all the other people to do all the other things. That's where I sit.
3: And so I, I appreciate you in saying it and living it and being it and being that constant reminder and source. And when you think about the future ahead um, dare I say a few years, because there's so much going on. But what does 2024 look like for you? And how can we be part of it and support you? And what are we going to see?
4: Well, I'm excited about 2024 um, for multiple reasons. Morning Mindset, um, in particular, now is starting to really become its own institution, which is not something that I originally set out to do when I started it. So you'll see expanded partnerships in um, Morning Mindset with Ty, but in particular, Morning Mindset with Ty and my team are on a mission to change the way that Black and Brown women in particular access wellness and how we are able to tap into what wellness looks like for us as individuals to support the collective healing of us as a community. So I'm excited about those expanded partnerships, bigger and more frequent activations and experiences, consulting with corporations on their wellness experiences, specifically speaking to Black and Brown people within their corporations, um, more retreats. We have a retreat happening. um, And so there's that. And then with Brown Girl Jane, I am so super grateful and excited about accessing wellness through the spritz of a fragrance that really can transform your mood and so i can't share yet but just know that in march there will be an incredible launch happening and exclusive partnerships happening with brown girl jane that will make our collection even more accessible globally and uh, specifically to and for younger demographics who are super excited about fragrance. And I personally am excited because 2024 is my year of love and it is my year of partnership across multiple spaces. So um, you hear the theme of partnership and that is my new foundation you know, first and foremost, God, and then secondarily, how do we align strategically and thoughtfully and lovingly with partners in order to advance love, purpose, healing, growth, and wellness?
3: Oh my gosh, Ty. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Also, when you think about partnership, I have to thank you because as we close out, season three of the podcast and go into season four. It is with the launch of my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow and Accelerate Your Brand. And you are part of my book. You're part of this journey. I can't imagine doing my first book without your voice in it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I I thank you for that. And so when you think about the season of love, the season of partnerships, it resonates on such a different level because I wouldn't be able to love the work I do and be able to do the work I do without the partners and without the community and to have a dream and to see it actualized. But for me, it was never just about me. It was always about the people around me. And I just believe so deeply in the people that I'm blessed to call my friends and to be in true community with Mm me. It's the steps and the journeys and the opportunities to build and to grow. And so I can't wait for us to be together. I can't wait for 2024. I'm thankful for you. We will be rooting for you. I love you, sister.
2: You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement.
3: Thank you for listening and make sure to order my upcoming book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow and Accelerate Your Brand, available now that highlights past guests from the podcast. And don't forget, in case you missed it, you can always follow, rate and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or anywhere else you listen to podcasts for the next conversation. Angel, welcome back. To Business of the Bee podcast. It is our 150th episode, and I'm so happy that you rejoined us. I am
1: honored and thrilled to be here again. I can't believe how it feels like it was so long ago when we met, but also yesterday. So, this is so exciting. So excited about the book and 150. You know, okay, let's go.
3: <laughs> I so believe that. And I thank you for that because it's so funny. It, it, you're right. We were talking about how time is going and it's almost like dog years in terms of as entrepreneurs, what we can accomplish. And for you, you literally kicked off our season two. And I loved the title that we came up with, which was all from you, Lessons from the Book of Failures. And you were so honest about failures just being a stepping stone to lead us into our greatest successes and to move us from a place of fear into creating things that you know, we never imagined we would create or even something so in tune to us personally, which is just the magic of being a founder. And so when I think about back to that time, um, February, 2022, and so where we are now going into this new season of 2024, All I got for you is what has happened? What is new? What did you accomplish? What's in your book of successes? You know, the
1: part two, if part one is lessons from the book of failure, then part two is the power of no. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. As a multi-hyphenated founder, you understand how often we hear that word And uh, what I have learned since we last spoke is to embrace the power of no. Uh, And that is when you're on the receiving end of it. First, let me say like the timing of our catch up could not be more fortuitous because the ink is barely dry on our joint venture partnership. So I'm so excited to I'm publicly announcing it for the first time. I think, think, well, you know, we sent an email out to our customers, but like verbalizing it, like capturing it on audio and visual. So we are beyond thrilled to announce our joint partnership with QPSI, uh, which stands for Quality Packaging Specialist International. QPSI is the largest privately held contract manufacturing company in the U.S., and they're a renowned industry leader with over 30 years of consumer goods expertise. And uh, the reason I said the power of the no is because, as you know, the fundraising process is... is so arduous and, and it is a, it is a lot for a first time founder or any founder in general. And, you know, I read somewhere where someone said fundraising is like running down the street naked. I would like to say that I think it's like walking down the street naked. <laughs> but yeah. when I read that, like, I totally understood it, but, you know, I I am so grateful because it took all of those no's, Kendra, for us to find the perfect partner. Yes. And I, I am truly, truly grateful. QPSI you know, is going to allow us to scale and most importantly, to grow with a focus on profitability. Um, It's going to help us sustain and make our supply chain consistent and reliable with a partner that has over 30 years of experience in the industry. They bring a negotiating power to the table that we did not have as a startup. And that ensures that we will consistently be able to give our customers the products that they have come to love, as well as uh, being able to improve the customer experience by expanding the Maison 276 product line. So, you know, come 2024, we're excited about a lot of things. We're excited about building the Maison 276 community and bringing more opportunities for engagement, um, activations, events, all the things and, uh, I could not be more happy, uh, more proud of this partnership and more excited
3: about 2024 and beyond. Oh my gosh, Angel, this is just the best news. And it's so interesting because I got this Bible verse that I actually talk about in the book. Sometimes God gives you a no or not yet to protect you. And it could be from danger, seen or unseen, but it could also be to protect you for something that's greater than you could have imagined that can come. And sometimes to your point, as we're walking or running down the street naked into what we think is, you know where we need to be, what we should do to grow. Sometimes it is those moments that of the no's that then give us to our biggest yeses and exactly where we're supposed to be. And just the energy and excitement, and to hear you talk about it, and to have been on that journey with you from looking from a fundraising perspective to a growing perspective to an introduction to others perspective. Like it is finding that moment and. One of the things that you mentioned was this focus on profitability. And I think a lot of people are thinking about profitability. They're thinking about EBITDA. Is there a tip that you have learned throughout this process on how to think about profitability, the importance of profitability, and like how, what's something that you would give to all of our other founders thinking about that word profitability and how to get there or even what it is?
1: <laughs> right. You know, because Especially, you know, I think, you know, I'll just speak from personal experience. Like in the beginning, you're not really aware fully, like you don't know what you don't know. And you're not really fully aware of all the cost of bringing a product to market. And it is not just the cost of goods. It's the marketing. It's, this, it's the human capital. It's all of those other things behind the scenes that customers don't see, but that are an important component of bringing that product to market. And all of those expenses, all of those costs have to be thought of and considered And still on the other end, come out to be a profit when you sell that thing or that service so that you can reinvest in the company
3: and the people. That is so true. It's so interesting because I was talking to um, a founder who has been paying someone to consult and they're at this place where it's like, what did I pay for? And there's all these pieces that are missing because I was siloed on this one piece but the product is only as good as all the things around it. So you have to have an efficacious product. And more and more, we're finding that that's solid, but then it becomes what's everything else that you need to make your business run. And sometimes we get so caught in the, my product costs this much, and I'm paying myself this much, or I'm not paying myself, I'm paying someone else. But it's the ancillary things that can either make or break our profitability. And so I appreciate you breaking that down because we all talk about it. And part of the process is you go
1: through, you know, talking to potential partners and, you know, they ask questions and some, and, and that process should be a learning process for you all along the way, you know. Sometimes a no is just because it's not a good fit or they don't understand the business. But you should like reflect okay, if they don't understand it, am I explaining it? in a way that someone who doesn't use the product, who doesn't understand the problem that I'm solving for, you still need to be able to explain that in a way that they understand. You know, sometimes we are in these echo silos and we think everybody is thinking what we're thinking. And then when you get out into the investor community, like you're talking to all different kinds of people. And again, it doesn't mean that you don't have a great product. You know, it could be a fit, but I think it's incumbent. Upon us as founders to create messaging to ensure that even if it's not a good fit, do they understand what you're trying to build and the problem that you're
3: solving for? Exactly. And the true need for that problem and why you're here and why you exist. And I like that. And being able to articulate that is really like the mark of a sustainable brand. And so when you think about this new joint venture, The focus on supply chain consistency, profitability, and the new products that you have coming out. What's the one thing that you are going to kick off in 2024? This new partnership is signed. You're ready. You're sitting at your desk. What is it?
1: For me, the thing that I'm most excited about is getting back into the community. You know, we've been out of market for several months. And so we've kind of just been you know, that duck where it looks like you're just sitting above the water, but you're paddling like heck underneath. Like that's what we've been doing, just paddling so that when we come back into the market, we can do it in a big, bold, exciting way. That is the thing that I'm most excited about. Not only just re-engaging our current community, because they are truly evangelists of the fan, but just growing that community and, and getting To be in places where our community lives, whether that's festivals, different cities, um, doing very strategic brand collaborations. It's like, it's not one thing. (laughs) It's not one thing. It is all of the things required to grow and scale a brand. And that starts to me is the thing that allowed us to get to this point was that very solid grassroots, you know, evangelical. Um uh, style of growing your brand, I actually just want to scale that like that's all i I want to scale the things that we have done on a smaller scale because of limited resources. Well, now we can scale those very same actions that got us to this point.
3: I love that you talk about community, you know that is the first pillar in my foundation of everything that I believe in and everything that I do. It's the community engagement piece, and so I'm so excited to be part of your community. I'm excited for 2024 to kick things off, to celebrate you, to continue to grow the brand, see the growth of the brand. And my last question as as we look ahead is, what has been your defining moment in these last two to three years as you were marching towards closing this deal and accelerating into 2024? Woo.
1: Well, I'm going to say the thing that came to mind first, it was when we first sat down with the full executive team of QPSI and told the brand story, you know, of how that we've taken this bootstrap brand from my kitchen to QVC, the addressable market. And someone said, wait, what am I missing? Like, and and he, the question was, this seems like a home run. Like, what am I missing (laughs) in Mm -hmm. all the boxes that you're checking to build this brand? Like, am I missing something? And that was someone with 30 plus years as a leader in a global conglomerate, a CPG conglomerate. And when he said that, I was like, okay, this is the one. (laughs) Yes. Meaning this group. This is the group. The This is our tribe. Like we found like, okay. And there were a lot of, you know, other, I would say um, th- the interesting thing about this partnership is like, I told someone, like if I had given God a list of all the things that I, in my perfect world, this is what I want in a strategic partner. They check all of those things. And then there are a lot of extra things like I wouldn't have asked God for that. But I like it. Like there are a lot of cultural, there's a strong cultural alliance in addition to the business case. Right. Um, Because. You know, investors invest to make return on their investment to make like aside from not aside from that, that is the most important thing. But there are all these other cultural alignments, the other things that like you wouldn't necessarily say out loud, maybe when you're vetting an investor. But it was just like, oh, it would be great to have that. And we have that on so many levels in terms of, you know, visions for reinvesting in the community. And when he said, what am I missing? That simple question, let me know, like, okay, not only do they, they get all the things now, it's just nuts and bolts of how do, how do we go? You know, you've gone from point A to B. Now, how do we go from B to Z and beyond?
3: Oh my gosh, it's so powerful. And it makes so okay. much and, and it's so it's so funny because I've been praying so much, like, God, keep my eyes open. God, let me receive the blessing. God, let me be attuned and ready for what's to come. And so even just to hear you say, this is the one, it's so powerful and it's so inspiring and encouraging. And I'm so thankful that you shared that because- I think, you know, everyone, we're all looking for the next thing. How do we continue to grow our business? And so there's a silver lining, there's hope, um, and there's opportunities, right? Whenever you need it to to get you to the other side. So Angel, I um, appreciate you. I thank you for being here. Thank you for celebrating this 150th podcast. You are also one of my core guests in my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow and Accelerate Your Brand. That comes out February 13th. Thank you for that as well.
1: And, you know, before we close, you know, one of the things that I feel very strongly about as an entrepreneur is sharing As much as you can being transparent about the real journey of an entrepreneur, because I think so many people get into it and they just, they're looking at social media and I'm like, that is not real life. That's marketing. And, uh, you know, I would be remiss if I would not share with listeners, like this was a journey and it was a hard journey. And this took us 18 months to meet the right partner. So in those 18 months, there were a lot of starts and stops, a lot of no's, a lot of, oh, we thought this was going to work, but now like it's a journey. And I think you need to be prepared for the journey and you need someone in your ecosystem, someone in your circle to tell you, yes, this is really hard, (laughs) but persevere. Because there are going to be moments when you're going to think it's never going to, is it ever going to happen? But you have to persevere and you have to look for those moments throughout this journey to your yes, because you're going to get those moments that tell you that validate that you're doing the right thing, that validate your own path, but you can't get necessarily distracted by the no's or you will miss those
3: moments of validation to keep pushing forward that is the message. And that is the word and the hard parts are going to happen to your point and the good parts will come and it's the perseverance. And, you know, there's not a timestamp in terms of when it's supposed to happen and what you're supposed to get and someone's just signed this and you're trying to figure that out. And I really love how you talk about the journey, you know, because it it is. I've I've had people say to me like, when did you write a book? I didn't even know you were writing a book. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that I do that you don't know about. And (laughs) we're putting things out there, but it's kind of like you have no idea on the other side of the filter. Right. And so the more that we can share and bring people in and and persevere, and that is that's I think the biggest theme that that I've been thinking a lot about as we wrap up this year is like the perseverance to the other side of whatever it is that people want to build their brands, a new company a new products line um but angel, I so appreciate you leaving us with that because I think that that is. That's the message, that's the word, you are, have proven it. And then you're only just beginning in terms of this new relationship and what's next. That
1: was all just pre-game as Keith says.
3: <laughs> that was all just pregame. All right, guys, we are ready for the first inning. So Angel, thank you so much for that, I appreciate you. You're welcome. This is the 150th episode of Business of the Beat. Thank you for listening and make sure to order my upcoming book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow, and Accelerate Your Brand, available now that highlights past guests from the podcast. And don't forget, in case you missed it, you can always follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts for the next conversation. Ron Robinson, welcome back to Business of the Beat, our 150th episode, Ron. I'm so thankful for your partnership. I'm so happy to have you back on the show.
2: Uh, It's so great to see you, Kendra. Glad to be with you.
3: You know how much you mean to me, how much Beauty Stamp means to me. It has just been an incredible journey following you, following the brands, and I think about when I was writing my new book, thank you so much for being part of it, because it gave me a chance to reflect on when we first met and how you were such an inspiration and a mentor and an educator professionally, but also just personally. And so when I think back to you were Ron in season one, our 26th episode, we are now on 150 episodes. So much has changed since 2021.
2: Absolutely. So, since 2021, so back then we were sort of a pure play, indie, fast growing skincare brand. We had a few distribution in specialty retailers as well as department stores, but we did not have a big, big retail partner. So, since then, the big news is that we did a test with Ulta Beauty back in February of 2022. And just after a couple of months, a test, small test, 260 doors. Alta said, "Guys, Ron, you are crushing it. We are taking you nationwide, all 1,300 doors of Alta Beauty. We launched September of last year, and we continue to over deliver in terms of results since that expansion into full distribution at Ulta Beauty. So that's been the big, big news. I have more. That is big news. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, s- since then, also we raised a little bit of funding." We we're able to expand the team. We now have every C-level spot filled in our team from chief sales officer, marketing officer, supply chain officer, and finance. And now we are just poised to really scale going to 2024. So super exciting news here at Beauty's Dad.
3: Oh, my gosh, Ron. You're like. First of all, we did a small test, 200 doors, and then we're in 1,300 doors. You've raised capital. You were our first um, investment as we started the fund, and it was literally. I'll just never forget the day Lisa and I were like, "Oh, oh my gosh, we're starting this fund," and I'm like, "We love Ron. His round is closed, and you trusted us to come in, albeit like a small piece, but to get our foot in the door and I owe you so much because, you know, now we've closed our first fund. We're getting ready for our second fund. We've invested in six companies preparing for three more. And so when I think about the impact, thank you, and the growth, like it is phenomenal. And that's why I go back to you being an inspiration because scaling, you were already in retail. And then to amplify that 1,300 doors... To even increase your C suite, so many companies are like, who do I hire? What do I do? And you've really scaled to this amazing place that sets you up for such a big future. What are some of the quick lessons that you've learned over this journey of scale?
2: Oh, it's, it's, you know, the hiring piece is really key for any growing brand. You need the right team members in place and you you need the right fit. It's all about the fit and how we're going to work together, and the experience level and key thing. Kendra is finding those folks that even if they've worked at big companies, that they could come in and work for a really scrappy startup brand where there's a lot of moving parts. You really have to be able to, de- you know, to manage and to delegate and prioritize. And those are the key, the key learnings in terms of what I've been focusing on and really hiring the right team. So, not easy. You know, it's 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 not always the fun part of the job, but it's part of the job if you really want to grow and scale your brand.
3: And how was that? Like we talk a lot about delegating, and you are, I mean, you for so long an operational CEO, the brains behind the brand, the marketer. We've talked about you being the PR machine and to have a full yeah. C-suite, where are you and how has your role evolved? Because that's a hard thing for founding CEOs.
2: It, it is. And I, I, I definitely had to give up, which is great. I really am about empowerment. So I've been able to get things off my plate. You know, we have a great chief marketing officer in place with Yasso Murray. And she's been able to come in and really just take my ability to develop great products and be able to tell a even better story that's really resonating with consumers, especially the Ulta Beauty guest And really, that's really helping to drive a lot of the conversion growth for us. So thrilled to have her. It is tough. My role has changed now where I'm now more of the the spokesperson for the brand. I'm also a content creator. So if you guys are ever following me on Instagram, you see that almost daily I'm posting educational content, helping consumers understand new ingredients and trends. And I talk about all ingredients and all brands. I'm not talking just about Beauty Stat. I'm really taking on the role of educating the consumer about beauty, what works, and that's really resonating with with my followers. So you should go go and check that out for sure.
3: It really is. It's like the talking head of Ron. Anything I ever need, I'm like, oh wait, let me go back to that one. This is what I learned, and it's it's like full circle because Beauty Stat started as a content platform with you educating customers. And so that's been the truest form of authenticity, of growth, you as the spokesperson, the celebrity, the voice of your brand, and no one can educate us like you can. I mean, it's so true.
2: <laughs> no, no, thank you, Kendra. It's really, it's really, you're right, it's going full circle. You know, Beauty Stat originally launched as a blog where I was helping consumers cut through the clutter by reviewing products, written reviews, and now I'm just taking that education to video and making it really easy to digest, easy to understand in 60 seconds or less, all of these new buzzy ingredients and TikTok trending types of things, helping just break it down, helping consumers understand what that is and, it, and whether or not it's relevant for them and their skin.
3: Oh my gosh. I It's my source, my source of all things. Um, and Ron, as we think about kind of what's happened, and I'm going to summarize it in these last two, three years, but what has been your defining moment, truly? What's been your defining moment in these last few years? I
2: I think the, the big defining moment was going full distribution with Ulta Beauty. I think that really made it feel, hey, this is real. When a major retailer decides that your brand positioning and products are unique, and special enough and really deserve to be accessible to consumers all across the United States that really was a wake up call to me that we've done something right.
3: Wow. Well, you absolutely have done something right and I mean, I'm a living testament of it. But <laughs> I I love the brand Ron. I love this. You've done so many things right. And what is next? What's next for Beauty Stat for Mr. Ron Robinson?
2: Well, Everyone knows that we have tackled vitamin C. And by the way, just so that you know what our positioning is from a branding and marketing perspective, we unlock the power behind gold standard skincare ingredients. We unlock them, we unleash them, we make them better. So we've done that with vitamin C, with our universal C skin refiner, we've stabilized pure vitamin C, three-year shelf life, does not oxidize or turn brown like other vitamin Cs on the marketplace. It's rock stable, independently, clinically tested to deliver fantastic results on all skin types and tones. So we've tackled vitamin C. We are tackling another big gold standard ingredient in a brand new launch coming up in February, launching nationwide at Ulta Beauty All Doors. I can't tell you what it is yet because it's coming out soon, but I'm so excited that we will be taking another gold standard ingredient, making it better, and delivering fantastic clinical results for consumers.
3: Oh my gosh, Ron, I cannot wait. And that timing is perfect because the beauty of success. Start, Grow, and Accelerate Your Brand comes out February 13th. So hopefully we will course Ron to put this new ingredient in our goodie bags during the, the book tour. Um, but Ron, I'm so excited for you. I'm so thankful to be in community with you, to be part of Beauty Stat in our small way um, as investors, as shoppers, consumers, and just thank you for sharing being you. I'm, I'm excited for what the next few years and months and decades of beauty set are to come
2: amazing thank you so much kendra thanks for having me back and cannot wait to see more from you guys as well
3: this is the 150th episode of business of the beat thank you for listening and make sure to order my upcoming book the beauty of success start grow and accelerate your brand available now that highlights past guests from the podcast. And don't forget, in case you missed it, you can always follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts for the next conversation. Yumi, welcome back to Business of the Beat.
5: I am so glad to be here. You have been killing it. You know, I keep in... in in touch. I watch all of them. I listen to it. And I'm not even a podcast
3: girl, but you have introduced me to some amazing, amazing people. Oh my gosh. I mean, including yourself, like Yumi, you are just such an energy and a vibe. Like you guys, I was speaking at the Ford Black Summit and I walk on stage and this gorgeous, beautiful black woman stands up and is like the best type woman that you could ever have. And you have always been that, Yumi. And I just want to thank you because you give me so much energy and so much joy. And I'm just so thankful to have you in my life. Oh,
5: thank you. That's really sweet. You know, you're a huge inspiration to me. I mean, I think I told you that when I met you and especially the first time we spoke together.
3: Oh, I- wait, I just- give me wait. You said the first time we spoke, and I actually have a surprise for you. What? Um, And I brought this person on the show because you and I met this person. Well, when we met, this person who is my greatest love, my best friend, my everything was with me. So I have a special guest, Teresa Letso. What?
4: (laughs) Hello, so good to see you again. I love
1: you, Mama. <laughs> you know, you got two daughters.
3: <laughs> yes, and happy. <laughs> that, you, and me, I had to. So, for all of our listeners, you were on um, the podcast season two. You were one of our few that had a two part show, Stillness Nurtures Discovery and Creating a Money Mindset. And that was back November 13th and November 20th of 2022. So literally a year ago today. Wow. Yes, and I met wow. you with my mother in New York even a year ago prior to that. So I said to my mom, I said, it's our 150th anniversary. Yumi has been such a source of inspiration to me. She's part of my new book the beauty of success, start growing, accelerate your brand. She's one of our featured um, guests. And I was like, so mom, come and join me and Yumi as we catch up on her story.
5: I, I'm getting, I don't know. Like when you was talking, I was, I, I was getting emotional and I, I got to hold it together. Cause you know, I'm from New York. I got <laughs> <laughs> it up right now. I can't do it. But I was just thinking about my life a year ago. And, oh, my goodness, okay, that's very emotional for me right now, because I was so excited to speak to you on the podcast, and I was telling everyone, oh, my God, she got me on her podcast, can you believe it? And then, obviously, I'm on, you know, I'm part of the Brain Trust family, I absolutely love the community, uh, and so much has happened in my life, like, I'm i am feeling very emotional, and I can't,
3: I can't afford that right now, I can't, I can't be Crying on your, on your show. I cry on the show every week. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. But you mean, you mentioned like so much has happened in a year and it truly has. And I get, I actually, I'm literally getting chills and in, in my heart because I remember meeting you and talking about what you want to do and having you on the show and to just see the growth and the acceleration and the tenacity and how people look up to you. You just won accessories of the year, a buy from a black woman. You are now launching in airports. You're a certified pilot. Your bag is exploding and retail selling out in Macy's. And like when you were on the show, it was the cusp of it. And so tell us, bring us up to speed on what this year has been like for you. Oh my
5: God, this year I um you know, I'm a tourist. So, you know, we kind of put our head down and just do things all the yeah. time. We just kind of get things done. So it's really, I actually never look back, if that makes wow. any sense. Because most of the time I'm going to pick apart what I didn't do right. But oh, the reason why I'm so emotional is because it's documented by someone. Yes. I and last year was a, a huge transition. I, I, If you're on my email list. Uh, which yes. is what I told your support, your people to sign up for my email list. I told them that I wanted to enter retail. I didn't know what that consisted of and what that looked like for me. I just knew that the transition of my products had to get into people's hands faster. And um, I was still very small. You know, at the time I only had, it was just basically three of us. Um, So I have a, a bigger team now, which is insane to me. Paying people's bills is like a huge responsibility. Yes, it is. So I am in an amazing transitional space. Flex and Fly is doing amazing. As you know, as you mentioned, we won accessories company of the year, which is insane to me because I really wanted that. I wanted to win. Listen, I ran up those steps, guys. I was a mess. I became a pilot and I told you I was in the process, like I was yes. going to be um, a private pilot. Um, and because the goal, um, and I'm excited, I'm happy to share it here because this is such a big goal of mine that I don't, I have, I've just been whispering it to myself and not sharing it really to many people because it's so big to me. But when it's that big, it's usually because it's inevitable for me. So my goal is to buy my first plane next year, so that I can start taking care of private, high end people that fly a lot that doesn't want to go and do the public thing. And I met ladies, I know a lot of pilots, you know, I was in <laughs> So hiring my guy friends, and uh, unfortunately, I was the only female at that time. But there's more hiring them to take care of that. But the big goal is to eventually have my own airline to service Africa. Um, and with Flex and Fly being everything, because if you don't know, I go to Africa a lot. I absolutely love it, and the flight issue of having to get through the continent is really problematic. Like I don't understand why I gotta go through Europe. I don't understand why well, when I'm in the West Africa, I got to go all the way to the East. Like, it, 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 it's not necessary. I have a lot of people interested in it immediately. And so, you know, travel, wellness is what my company is about. And so entering this space of transition to make it bigger than what I had all imagined where it was just, you know, yoga studio at the airport is <laughs> now becoming into my own airline is like in a... Scary, and I'm not scared of a lot of things, but like it's so scary because I'm so in love with it. And I now understand why people get scared of love. Like, I never got it. I was like, well, you love somebody. Like, what's the problem? But I understand why people are afraid when they love something so deeply because the impact that it has, it will have on the person or the people. And so that's my biggest goal is to um, you know, hopefully buy my first plane next year so that I can start saving that money to eventually um go to investors and say, hey, I have a lot of money. Can you help me build my own? Because <laughs> you can go to investors
3: empty handed. You know that, Kendra. Now, you yes. Just- I was like, what are you bring to the table? So Yumi, I have to tell you, as you were talking, there is so much symbolism in the fact that you named your company Flex and Fly. And when you think about Flex and Fly, what it stands for, travel and wellness. And I remember you saying, we're going to be in airports. You're now in airports. I remember you talking about being a pilot. You're now a pilot and accomplishing those things. And then understanding the stair steps, like what's the letter, how big can this company be? And we sometimes lose sight of how big our dreams can be. And it's one of the things that I that I talk about a lot in the Beauty of Success book is like, you know, what if this is as great as it can be? What if it is more than we ever imagined? And so I have no doubt in my mind that when we come back, we're going to be recording this podcast from Flex and Fly Air, because you have seen... to this. Yes, you yeah. hear that? Flex and fly Arab me and (laughs) first class. (laughs) It is truly, and I just know it. And it is, it's the symbolism in everything that you do and how it connects and the wellness piece of it. And so I'm excited. Thank you for sharing your vision. Thank you for sharing your dream with us. And more importantly, like we have a whole great year ahead of us together to do everything. I will be at the Flex and Fly Summit. The second year. Yes. So you started a summit as well. Brand and retail winning every single award. A pilot started a summit like Yumi. The future is so bright for you.
5: Thank you so much. And for the new year, if you're in Paris, please go and um, visit our store we're part of flying solo so the flex bags will be in Paris in january 2024 right next to the Louvre so I would absolutely love for you guys to go pick up a flex bag inside of that retail store uh, and because you know you will be showing your girl love so please go back. Yes. <laughs> <Go. laughs>
3: And you mean it's global. Um, global.
5: Global. The world global. is, the idea is world domination. And I need each and every one of you guys aligned
3: with it. Okay. That's the only way it's going to get done, guys. We are aligned. Teresa, are you aligned? I'm aligned. <laughs> you know, Mom's got my back.
1: Kendra <laughs> didn't allow me to say this, but I do just remember the joy of meeting you. And y'all's interaction, when you all realized who each other was, it was great. And I was just happy to be a part
0: of it.
5: Oh, thank you so much. I love you. And I love your daughter. She's a huge inspiration
3: for me. So thank you for making her. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And it is. And my mom always says, like, how, how is that woman, Yumi? How is she that we met? And you met my daughter. I mean, you had our three generations right there. And so... You know, I just feel so connected to you and I will always support you. Um, I want to see you win. And just thank you for sharing your story. And um, for our listeners, Yumi is, as I mentioned, one of the featured guests in my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow, and Accelerate Your Brand. Yumi will be part of the Beauty of Success Tour kicking off next year in New York. So we will both be there. You can see us in person. And Yumi, just thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Any last comments? Yes, please pre-order the book. Order the book. (laughs) Order it. Order
5: it. She needs to be number one. Please come out and go to every stop. You got to meet Kendra. In real life, she is as legit as she is on screen, probably even more. She is really the real deal. She genuinely cares and loves people and really want to put people together. She is consistent and solid, and she deserves every good thing. So please come out, support. Buy yourself one book and buy somebody else another book. (laughs) Get everybody that needs to know her. (laughs) Get her on every show. You know what I want you on? And I'm going to say it out loud. I want you on the Trevor Noah podcast with your book. Because he's coming out with a podcast. And I think you and him would have a wonderful conversation. And that
3: is your peer. I don't see that too far from you. Yumi put it out there. So Yumi will have her playing. I will meet Trevor Noah. Cool. And the world will be beautiful. So Yumi, thank you so much for the shout out. Thank you for sharing. Um, and cheers
5: to 2024. Yes, cheers to 2024 and all of the success of a number one selling
3: book. Thank you, Nikkeo, Ty, Angel, Ron, and Yumi for joining and helping to close out another amazing season of Business of the Beat and being part of this special 150th episode. And an extra special thank you to all of our guests, listeners, and supporters. It's been an amazing journey and I'm so honored to have you here. I'm excited for season four, kicking off January 7th. And also, don't forget to order your copy of my new book, The Beauty of Success, Start, Grow and Accelerate Your Brand featuring 17 stories from the podcast. And I'll see you on the road for the Beauty of Success book tour, kicking off January 26th. And with that, Don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss this or another 150 episodes. Thank you for tuning in. Until next season.
2: Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken Ferguson. Assistant producer Jenny Salk. Executive producer Kendra Bracken Ferguson. Edited by Fish Mar Creative. Executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Veep is a Mean Old line Media production. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. (laughs) Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but
0: hot. Uh, But I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as... uh,
2: Mikey! Popcorn bowl!
4: Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian.